All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what has happened, but we'll try and see later on in the show if we are able to reconnect with Mamadou Game. Uh, he is all the way in Senegal as we speak, uh, but unable to connect with him as far as that line is concerned. Uh, so, yeah, we'll move on with the show. As we said, it's a very, very busy show, and especially given uh, what we have content wise with the room dividers, but it was not. Uh, I suppose when you hear good news, and it's good news that has to do uh, with one of the most uh, talented football players in the country, and when they make an announcement like this, initially you think to yourself, uh, is it true? Is it the AS Monaco that we all know? Is it the AS Monaco coached by Thierry Henry uh, that the likes of Cesc Fabregas are going to be uh, playing for, uh, potentially? Uh, is it the AS Monaco that we see in the Champions League? Yeah, not doing so well, obviously, this season as far as Champions League is concerned. But hey, AS Monaco is a big, big jump for any football player anywhere in the world, let alone in South Africa. And that is why when Orlando Pirates recently confirmed the departure of the star, that's Lyle Foster, uh, to realize his dream of playing abroad to join AS Monaco on a four and a half year deal. Uh, becoming the latest South African now to move to one of Europe's uh, top leagues, uh, but has moved to the French League and is arguably one of the most high-profile transfers in recent time. I had a long chat with his dad during the festive season, and you could tell from a parent's perspective, they're extremely proud. They are extremely proud of his achievement. Nervous at the same time because, you know, it's your, it's your boy, it's your little boy at the end of the day. Hey, Lyle, good evening. Good evening, Rob. How are you doing? I'm very good. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Am, 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 I, am I lying when I say that the old man is very, very proud and the family is very proud as well, but equally at the same time, nervous about what lies ahead? I'm definitely not. Uh, I think the family is a bit uh, nervous about what, what lies ahead and um, I think they're excited as well more than anything. Um, yeah, it's been my dream since I was a little kid and I think uh, I made them proud by... See, by um, them seeing me fulfill it and I'm, I'm happy that they can um, see me fulfill my dream and I hope that I can uh, make them more proud in the years to come. But I mean, has it sunk in to you? I, I just mentioned one name. There's, there are many other names of uh, AS Monica players uh, that attract international headlines. But I just mentioned uh, a guy who's going to be going across there and says Fabregas and your name's going to be right there next to such big names. Um, well, yeah, it hasn't sunk in yet, but... Uh, I can't wait to get there and um, start working towards uh, fighting for a place in the team and definitely rubbing shoulders with those who have played um, at the highest level will be a motivation to me. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just something I'm really looking forward to. I know it hasn't sunk in yet. It has always been my dream and I'm hopefully this is a stepping stone to reach even bigger milestones in my career. Mm. Do you think the moment that you get to training and you start to see all of these guys at training and you start to say, oh, that's so-and-so, that is so-and-so. Will that be the moment where you say, damn, I've actually arrived at this place? Yeah, I think so, Rob. Um, yeah, last or just yeah, last year, um, August, I was actually in Monaco for a little assessment and yeah, I rubbed shoulders with the likes of Falcao. And um, even then, it was, it was mind-blowing to say um, a top-quality striker like Falcao has particip- participated in a World Cup before. Mm-hmm. It's something crazy. Um, these are the guys you look up to. And yeah, um, touching the ball with one of those guys is just a dream come true. And yeah, I think once I get there and once I start sharing the change room with them, it will finally sink in. But how, how do they receive you? I mean, obviously, they might not know the details. They would have just seen you. But just from a general interaction point of view, how do they interact with you? 
Well, um, all of them are really humble and yeah. took me in really nicely. Um, yeah, they were they're great guys off the field, firstly, and um, yeah, I can only thank them for that, for making me feel at home straight away. And yeah, I just hope to get there and kick on and start to work, and hopefully, I can do um, what I'm expected to do on the field. And and it's a lot that is expected of you, though. I mean, there's a lot on your plate, and when you talk about guys like Falcao, they are on their way out. You are on your way in. He's a 32-year-old man, um, you know, past maybe his, his prime. He's still got top-class football left in him. So that's a good transition, though, for you. I mean, it's, it comes at a critical stage, and you've got a, a guy who's coaching now who knows all about what you do, which is finishing as a striker. Yeah, definitely. Um, to work with Coach Titi is mind-blowing, seeing what he's done in his football career and also um, being the assistant coach at the World Cup and taking mm-hmm. Belgium that far is, is really an exciting thing. And to be working with him on a daily basis is still mind-blowing. Just to have met him once would have been crazy, but to be working with him is, is still crazy. And yeah, um, like you said, Monaco, uh, Monaco is a club for, for youngsters and they give a platform to youngsters to showcase mm-hmm. their talent. Um recently in the last cup game there were at least there were 17 ages in the match day squad which is something um, that interests me as a youngster going there and I'm knowing that if I do work hard and if I do fight um, there's a place in the team for me so that so I hope I go there and I, I give my all and um, hopefully I get a place in the team. So what's left now? I know that it's got to do with just the you know the home affairs kind of situation <laughs> the visas and, yeah, and all yeah. of that is that what you're working on currently? Yeah I'm just um, we've applied um, yeah we're just waiting for the work permit I'm a bit anxious to go over there now yeah. I'm just going to get there and start working and yeah fight for my place in the team. Because you, you are packed you know they tell me that the bags are, are lined up at the door the minute that work permit lands it's you, it's Oward Tambo, it's goodbye. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As soon as the work permit lands, um, hopefully the next day I land in Monaco. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's still mind-blowing. I'm obviously going to miss my family, but yeah, this is my dream and I have to fight for it. What inspires you? Because there's so many different footballing journeys that we could look at. You know, whether we could look at a, a, a Quentin Fortune that left the country, uh, didn't necessarily have to play for any... Uh, whether it was NPSL or PSL at the time, football club, but ended up playing for Manchester United. Or you could look at a Benny McCarthy who prides himself for being a Champions League winner. Uh, whether it was Lucas Khatebe, Fulma Singer, Mark Fish. There, there's a lot of different stories of guys that went and made it big. Stephen Pinard himself at Everton also went and made it big. What, in combination of all of those stories, inspires you, given your age and where you're going to right now? Well, I think that... Um the the bottom line of the story for me is if they could do it, any player in South Africa could do um, similar backgrounds for all of us coming yeah. from South Africa. So if they can do it, why can't you? So I think that has been my motivation. And um, the biggest motivation has been now Coach Benny McCarthy, who, like you said, has won a Champions League medal, a gold one to be specific. And um, yeah, I'm hoping to do the same. I'm hoping um, to win one as well because that's my dream. Um, yeah, and just... That's motivation on its own to see that your own countrymen have done it and have done it. So um, why can't you? Mm. And, and and it's important though. I've also seen talented footballers like yourself who go maybe to Russia or go to any other European place, and then they got the potential. They can play, but there's this whole separation issue. Like you say, you'll miss your family, yeah. and we understand that. You you know you'll miss those that you love and who are close to you. 
do you think you're ready for that? Do you think mentally you're ready to be away from family for as long a time as you will be with you understanding that you will still see them, they will still be able to visit you, and maybe at times you'll be able to live with them for a specific period? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm mentally prepared. I've been there for two months, and um, yeah, it was a good test for me to... to, to um, test my mental strength and I think yeah I can do it because um, after all if I just sit back and think about why I'm there in the first place it's because of a dream I'm chasing and um, as kids all of us set dreams so there's no point in being close to your dream and then giving up when you're there so for me I think it's just um, to be there and to work hard and um, obviously during the off season whenever I do come home catch up with family and friends and um, yeah my parents I know will definitely motivate me when I do feel down to tell me that this is the dream I'm, that I've chased since I was a little boy and um, yeah hopefully I can make them proud but I think I'm mentally strong to mm. um, surpass all the challenges that come my way. Because they would use excuses like they homesick they would use excuses like hey it's too cold <laughs> and you would have been there for two months now in in the height of their winter so yeah. you went there when you could feel how cold it is how was that um no i actually went there when it was their pre-season Rob. Yeah. it was yeah. very hot um or the nothing, opposite way yeah, yeah. yeah nothing to what we exposed to in africa sure um but yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't too bad i could handle um the environment i was in and yeah i just worked hard and tried to show the club that um yeah they can have faith in me and faith in what i can do on the field and yeah that was the main purpose i went just to show the club that um, i'm not coming there to try and play games or show them that i'm a mickey mouse player i'm mm -hmm. going there to try and work out and show them that um, i want to place in the team as every other footballer does put us in the picture now of when you were there and, and being somebody who's been at Orlando Pirates, been within the junior national teams as well for South Africa, uh, scoring goals, winning tournaments, w what struck you the most, just in terms of infrastructure, their training, the, the way, the routine that they have uh, in their day-to-day -day activities? What did you find to be quite different to what you were used to here back home? Well, um, I think just the environment in the mindset that the European players have, they... Um, love the jobs and they love football um they don't look for excuses not to train they always want to train and training is always of high quality and high intensity and i think that's something i really took away and just um off the field even how professional they are with medicals and um the little things that the detail they focus so much on the detail and that's something i took away rob mm, and and obviously the, like you say the medicals are a detail they'll they'll tell you about your left vein behind your ear is not in line with the right ear's <laughs> vein or something like that. I mean, th th That's something that really must awaken you and say, geez, the detail that is here is, is phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's so many people involved there also. Um, for the medical team, you'll find five, six, seven people involved. Um, and yeah, it's crazy the amount of um, attention they pay to their players and the amount of... Um, treatment they give their players i say special treatment because mm. they know they have special players so um they treat their players with extra attention and yeah it shows on the field of play and um yeah it's just crazy and mind-blowing at how professional they yeah. are it was we got to worry a lot about certain uh, 
you know, ailments, especially, you know, heart related. We've seen so many football players either pass away. You know, the late Cameroonian great uh, Mark Vivian Foe was one of those uh, that passed away. Fabrice Mwamba no longer plays, but he had a heart attack on the field and and had to take precaution never to play at that level again. So he was able to survive. So when you look at that and they give you a clean bill of health, I'm sure you must walk away thinking, sure, okay, you happy? Yeah, Let the work uh, begin. For sure. Um, off the field, they set you with everything that you need and even more. So um, I don't think there's an excuse for you to go on the field and perform badly or do anything in the incorrect manner. Everything is set up for you um, to perform at your best. And if you don't, it's because of you and not because of the club. Mm. And talk about off the field, in, in terms of where you're going to stay, who's going to be taking care of all of those things, they have a team that looks after that, so you don't have to worry about whether you're going to be staying in a certain apartment yeah. or whatever, they just give you choices yeah. of where you would prefer. Have you gone through that drill yet? Um, it's, I've been speaking um, to the club and my agent about it a lot, but um, no, it's not settled yet. Uh-huh. I think once I get there, uh, everything will be settled, yeah. Alright, my guest tonight, as we chat about his pending Departure <laughs> for France. I'm making it sink in because it hasn't sunk in. So I'm making him realize tonight that this is happening and it's all happening right in front of our eyes. And we're all going to be so proud when we watch him play uh, in Ligue 1 and when, you know, whatever happens within uh, Champions League football in the next season or whether they play Europa League, whatever it is, uh, it's going to be exposed to all of us. What do they say? We also take your calls, by the way, uh, 089-110-2000. That is the number to dial. Otherwise, the WhatsApp voice notes, 0605842250. Lyle Foster is my guest here tonight. will take us through until the top of the hour. That's when we begin in earnest uh, with our room dividers. Some of the players, they'll say to you, they'll look at your physique and say, we need to work on certain aspects. We need to build a bit more muscle. We need to make you gain a little bit more weight and then convert that into muscle, etc. Have they broken down a program? Is, is, is there like an immediate thing with you program-wise that they want to work with before they even say you up for contention for the first team? Well, um, while I was there, Rob, uh, I did do like a specific program for myself. Um, Every player there does have a specific training program individually to improve on certain aspects or um, go to the gym and pick up where they need to. Yeah, um, there is a program set out for me and hopefully I can complete that um, really quickly so that I can be in contention Mm -hmm. to play. Are you able to share that? Because it's important... And I and I use that as an example because at times, even with the medical, and they realize what body type you are, what blood type you are, what specific meal program you have to go into, mm-hmm. everything is, is detailed but geared towards your body. Yeah. I mean, what what is it that they've said to you? Um, well, yeah, I changed uh, the way I eat. They put me on a strict eating diet, and yeah, when I came back home, everyone said that uh, I've lost weight, so um, I'm in good shape. And just... um. Uh, on the field, I've been doing a lot of speed training and a yeah. lot of endurance training just to acclimatize, I think, to my new environment in the air there. And I'm just speed training because I'm not that quick off the mark. But sure. yeah, I'm hopefully that will change in the near future. All right, I'm going to take calls. I'm going to ask you, as Charles gives you those headphones, uh, lots of calls coming through. Obviously, a very popular man. Lots of Pirates fans sad about your departure. Uh, but that's the nature of life. You've got to go to bigger, better things, bigger challenges, and that's your journey right now. Let's go to Tsepo and Joburg. Good evening, Tsepo. Mr. Maro, good day, and how are you? I'm very, very strong indeed. I'm lucky to be sitting here with this man before he forgets all our names when he becomes a superstar. 
Mr. Marawa, I would like to say congratulations to Mr. Foster there. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you very much. I wish you everything of the best, bro. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you have the potential to make it up there. I'm confident that you're going to represent us with flying colors there. Thank you for your faith in me. I hope to repay it on the field. Yes. Mr. Marawa, uh, yes, sir. I tried to call your show yesterday, but yeah. I couldn't get through. Sure. Uh, I know I'm going to be, I'm not going to be one of your favorite callers today because I'm going to talk about something that is, uh, you are also involved in. Okay, we're gonna, I'm going to put you on hold because we've got Lyle Foster here, we're strictly talking about that. Uh, so we'll take your number, we'll come back to you. Uh, we, I want to be your favorite human being and you must be mine, etc. We must love each other. Uh, but uh, let's, let's stick to the topic. We've got a guest here and let's respect that. Ryan is in Durban. Good evening. Good day, Mr. Marawa. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Uh, I have two points for sure. the boy. Mm. Uh, I, I will say, bro, you have a long way to go. And besides now, uh, the, the, the road to your success will be winding rough and so forth. And if you close your mind, the great man who is sitting next to you, Marawa, he is the man with the greatest minds on South Africa. He will tell you, on that same court you are sitting, with a lot of guys, Erasmus, Bongani, when they were going, I think, in England, and Manyama and so forth. But they didn't make it. I'm not saying I'm wishing a bad luck, but it takes a lot of effort to reach your destiny. You have to close your eye and and play and do those things because now the, the journey has started. Just close your eyes and and forgot all those people who are saying congratulations you make it. We haven't make it. Now the life is began. You have to wake up and forget everything for you to make it in fun. I wish you to see you playing rapping shoulders with Bomeasibo, the greatest players in the world. But learn to be humble like the man who is next to you. It takes a lot to reach where you are. Thanks very much. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much indeed. I mean, humility, I've, I've seen that through. I've had interviews with you before. And that's the one thing is that you're not a person that I can say is a show-off. You know that God has given you a gift, and that gift is to play the beautiful game of football. And that God is now taking you to a different level. And you will seek his comfort. You will seek his guidance in the journey that you take. I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong, but that's my reading of you, Lyle. You know, you're completely right, Rob. Um, I thank God for every opportunity that I get. And I try to make the most of every opportunity that I do get. And, yeah, I thank God for blessing with the talent that he has. And I hope to um, honor him and glorify his name um, by using the talent in the correct way. Let me take Paul in the free state. Good evening. I'm very strong, Paul. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm very excited. Can I speak in French, Daddy Amende? Yeah, he's right here. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, bonsoir, Monsieur. Bonjour. Et je vous, et je vous félicite, Bon chance. Yeah. That was, that was all. That, uh, that was all the best and congratulations to him. We are looking forward to watching him on on television. Thank you very much, Paul. <laughs> merci yeah. beaucoup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Merci, Paul. Merci, merci, Paul. 
Merci, merci beaucoup. Merci. 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 Even though I never get to really see his ability at Orlando Pirates, I don't know whether he was not given a chance. So for the boy to be scouted by the by the by Monaco, that means the guy has a lot of potential, you know. So I would like him to carry on working hard to make us so proud um, as South Africans. So yeah, um, I really, really um, encouraging him to do well. This is Unati Joko in Cape Town. Thank you so much, Unati. Hi, Rob. Um, that boy, um, he's got a potential. I think it was last season. I forgot which team Parrot was playing against. And I think it was the last kick of the game when he scored um, an equalizer for Pirates. I mean, from then on, I could tell that this guy has got a potential. And I mean, also, there's another factor that I'm looking at. Benny McCarthy from Cape Town is colored. Quentin Fortune from Cape Town is colored. Stephen Piner from here in Jorwick, Westbury, is colored. So, Lil Foster, he's colored too. So, there's something about colors. So, yeah, I think he's got a potential and I think he's going to make us proud. Um, he should keep the f- he should keep flying the South African flag high. Um, we can't wait to watch him playing for AS Monaco next year, whether in um, yeah in Champions League or good luck to him. Thank you so much. Hey, almost sounded like Minister of Colours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know all human beings, my friend. Don't worry, Richard. Good evening in Centurion. Welcome. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. How are you? I'm very strong, man. Lyles here. And good evening to the gentleman in the studio, Mr. Foster. Good, good evening, Mr. Richard. Robert, thank you for, for, for offering us the opportunity to speak to our stars. And obviously, I want to thank Orlando Pirates for, you know, giving him the opportunity to expose his talent. And and also, well done to his parents for bringing him up. He, when he speaks, you can hear that he's a very humble guy. To him, I want to say, Robert, that your history doesn't define you. Uh, Somebody is talking about Benny McCarthy, you know his background. Somebody is talking about Quentin Fortune, Stephen Pinar. All of those players, you know their background. So at the end of the day, Mr. Foster, your history doesn't define you. Go and represent your family, go and represent us as a country, and I wish you all of the best. Thank you, Mr. Marawa. Thanks, thanks so much, Richard. You want to respond to that, uh, Lyle? I'd just like to say thank you very much, um, Richard. Uh, yeah, I agree with you fully that uh, where you come from doesn't determine where you're going, and um, I'll keep that really close to me, and I thank you for the wise words, Richard. Wonderful stuff. I mean, if we all remember, though, that recently this man won the golden boot in the under-20 Kosafa under-20 tournament, where he did so well, banging goals. That's what he does for a living. Alfie, good evening in St. Jerian. Thanks for the opportunity, Mr. Marawa. Lyle, how are you, man? I'm all thanks on yourself, Alfie. Awesome. I just have um, just a, two questions for you. Okay, Alfie. One, one, one is more of a favor. Yeah. Please let your national call-up never be an inconvenience. Okay. So don't ever be stuck in France and say, no, it's it's 15 hours away or 12 hours away. I'm not going back because 
I'm going to be benched. Secondly, I want to ask something. From the guys that went to Europe, whom you've seen currently and they have failed, what is it that you've learned? I'll listen on the radio. Thanks so much, Alfie. Great questions there, Lau. Um, Alfie, um, what I've learned was that, well, I, I wasn't in their shoes to say why they came back or mm. some, what, what went wrong with them. I, I don't want to say they've necessarily failed in Europe, but maybe um, just came back for other reasons. But I think um, the main reason for everyone coming back should be um, homesick or missing home or the environment they're in, they're not comfortable because it is hard going to a place where you're uncomfortable with the language and you can't communicate with everyone. But I think that um, if you set your mind before you do go and not just think of it as a glamorous opportunity, but a better opportunity to um, put bread on the table, I think that your mindset changes and um, it's easier for you to work in, in the environment. I mean, it's great questions. I think we also have a, we have a, a, a quick WhatsApp voice note that's come through. Good evening, Terob. It's Tulan in Tembisa. Uh, I just want to congratulate Foster. It's a very great opportunity, and uh, uh, I wish him all the best overseas there. And uh, he must remember to come back and play for Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, um, good luck, man. <laughs> Good evening, uh, my name is Alan and I would like to advise or maybe suggest to Lyle Foster that uh, he, can, he must try and hang around people like Pesitao because I've seen Pesitao has got an attitude and it's his attitude that is making him to excel in Belgium where he is and uh, if Lyle Foster can hang around people like Percy, I think he will go far and succeed and emulate people like Steven Pinner. From Orlando. I just want to congratulate and wish Foster good luck. Uh, as an Orlando boy, you, it's clear that I'm an Orlando Pirates fan. Foster, go out there, Baba. Don't have fear. Because you know what they say. Fear, it's false emotions are taking reality. So go there, my brother. Show them that you don't have fear. Just attack them. Just Foster, my brother. Good luck and well, yeah, good luck. I love that. Hey, I'm happy for Lyle Foster. And the most important thing about this move, I think most of SA players should start following that move. I'm happy that he has gone to a French league. That's one league where I've seen they believe in African talent. It's about time we start exporting a lot of players to that league. At least it's one of those things that can give you a good stepping stone. But the most thing that I like is that uh, they give African players a chance. Uh, Lyle Foster must grab his chance. We have seen good players coming from Monaco. You can name them there. The Kalen Bappes lately, the Anthony Marshalls. So he must make us proud. Make everyone proud. and. Yes, we are before you. Thank you so much. Lots of very, very interesting ones. Huh? You got to come back for Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, yeah, you never know what the future holds, but. Yeah, I grew up in Urgesach. Yeah. I'm just two kilometers away from Orlando Stadium. Orlando Pirates has always been my boyhood club and 
Yeah, that's the club I grew up. And you've been there since what, the age of 12? Age of 12, yes. Yeah, so that's amazing though. I mean, the way you've been able to carry yourself and I know that you, you actually formed a bit of a record for yourself. Um, when was it? When you, when you scored for Pirates and being the teenager at that age, so you became Pirates' youngest ever goal scorer in the PSL era at 17 years, 4 months and 16 days. Nobody can ever erase that unless they put somebody much younger than that. Hey, you must have yeah. felt proud with that record. Yeah, definitely. It was a dream come true scoring my first goal for the club I've supported since a little boy. And I'm even better scoring it at Orlando Stadium, the stadium where I went with my dad several times. And mm. yeah, um, not forgetting about the records that I've broken, just the moment itself scoring for um, my boyhood club was something that uh, I keep close to my heart and the day I'll never forget. Was there ever the one player that really stuck out that you looked up to, especially an Orlando Pirates player? Um, well, my role model has always been um, Tamsankla Kabuza, mm. and I had to, I'd also have to say Kamiti Rasmus, just the striking partnership they formed um, back in the day when Orlando Pirates um, competed in the CAF Champions League final. Those mm. two were just um, mesmerizing to watch, and I looked up to Tamsankla because I think... Um, I'm both like him and my style of play is sort yeah. of similar to you. So he was always one player I look up to and sharing the dressing room with him was, was also a breathtaking moment. Friday. Well, we are going to go to Cape Town because uh, we've got a, a very important Please. guest. He was actually going to be chatting to us uh, on the room dividers for rugby. <coughs> uh, but we do understand that he would like to also say hi and bid you farewell uh, to France. And that is none other than the former Springbok coach, Peter de Villiers. Good evening. Good evening, Robert. Hello, Lyle. How are you? I'm all thanks to yourself, Mr. Peter. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Listen here from my side, you know, um, it's a great dream that you had since you were a kid. Um, it's only you who can make it a dream and keep it a dream or it become a nightmare for you. When you go uh, over, ab abroad there, you'll be alone. Um, you just remember, you at night you'll go to the place where you stay. You will never go home because you're not at home anymore. But you can make it work. The one thing that's very, very important for, for you from my side is that you must understand when you get there, forget about all the, the training methods and because everybody out there, they also want your place and the spot that you are going for. Go there and find out what is the international norm and work hard towards that international norm. Then you will know whether you have failed <coughs> or whether you had uh, reached success. I believe in you. Um, Robert believe in you and you can hear that the nation believe in you, but it, that won't work for you. You must be the one that believe in you. And I'm telling you now, it's only in a, in a, in a, in a dictionary that success is before work. You have to go out there <clears throat> with an attitude of, you're not, you d just remember you Lyle now. As soon as you get on that plane, you're going to be a South African. So whatever you do over there, you're going to be a representative of our country and we are with you. But you must be the one who make the bright decisions for us all and for yourself. Thank you very much, Coach. I, I really appreciate those wise words, Coach. Sure. Thanks, Zay. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much, Peter, because I suppose you have been the coach of a national team. You would understand what it means uh, to be an individual player now, joining the likes of Lebuang Motiba, Lebuang Piri, Keegan Dali, Bongani Zung. All of these players are playing in France right now. And he has to step it up. He has to be the one that knows that, you know, sooner or later he's going to be having to face a Kylian Mbappe. He's going to be having to face a, a Neymar. He's going to be having to come across those individual players. And he has to look at himself as no lesser of a player than any of those names that I've just mentioned. 
Oh, well done, Robert. I tell you now, if he can get the attitude of, of I'm not going to play with them. It must be a, a privilege for them to play with me. Uh, it's going to change his whole attitude of hard work, you know. Oh, awesome stuff. Please do some sit-ups, press-ups uh, as we warm up towards the room dividers. I'm looking forward to a conversation coming up just after the news there, Mr. Peter de Villiers. Thank you so much. Thank you, boss. Sure. I mean, what do I say after that? That's yeah. fatherly advice For right sure. there. For Shut sure. me up. Experience. Yeah? Yeah. What's your final word, though? Because part of this is for us to say goodbye, but to say it in a way that says we are with you, we support you. And I'm glad that Peter wanted to give that word of advice and the way that he has given it to you makes it more about you, the South African now. You know, because like you know, wherever you play in the world, um, if you are Lionel Messi, you're the Argentinian footballer. Mm. They stress that because that is where you come from. So, Lyle Foster will be playing for Monaco, but he'll be the South African player playing for AS Monaco and Liga. And what do you say to the millions of people listening to the show right now as you depart? No, um, I definitely agree with Coach Peter. Um, I think that he's correcting, saying that once I open the plane, I'm Lyle Foster, the South African, not just Lyle Foster anymore. And yeah, um, to the faithful and the millions of people listening right now, I hope that I can go there and make my country proud, first of all, because um, this is where I've learned and developed my skills in South Africa, and I hope that I can go there and give a good name for South Africans, not just on the field, but off it too, with a good attitude, and um, always be humble and um, give back and everything that's good about our country. I just want to go and showcase that as well, and I'm sure that South Africa is a country full of talented people and a country full of um, great people as well. So that's what I want to go and represent there as well, Rob. Thank you so much for granting us the time and opportunity to bid you farewell, but also to congratulate you and allow you to live in the moment with a lot of people that admire you as well. So go over there, show what you're all about. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking to an 18-year-old. I wish at the age of 18 I was able to be as eloquent to speak as confidently as this man sitting in front of me. 18 years old. You're not listening to a Madala here. And that is just how well-tuned his headspace is right now. He's not looking at it. He's not over and above himself. The realistic approach is what he takes. And that reality is what we wish for him to happen and to come true when he arrives on the other side. Best of luck, champ. Thank you very much, Rob, and thank you to all the listeners um, for having me on the show today, and um, I hope to do everyone proud. Ladies and gentlemen, Lyle Foster.